0: Of oh, this podcast. It is our episode nine. It is our Luol dang episode. And thank you again for joining me. I am Patrick, one of your hosts. And we also have Steve here live in the dojo, live in the dojo coming at you live from the West loop in Chicago here. We're going to be taking and talking about a lot of different things, but quick housekeeping like we normally do. If you haven't done so already. Go to oh this and subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes. The Apple likes you to take and subscribe to things. Yeah. If you happen to have one of those little Android guys, you go to Google Play and find them. I like those little guys. They have little statues of them outside the Google headquarters. Little statues of those guys. You go subscribe (laughs) to it there. Also, if you haven't done so, check out our uh, support page, figure out how to support us. And then we're also on the Facebook, the Twitters, and... You know, we can. you can send us smoke signals. We'll try to figure out yeah. how to take and read those. So. Fax
1: machine, you know, maybe we'll set up an eFax account at some point in time. But,
0: uh, I mean, you still send a fax. I mean, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take your show ideas and anything like that. But also, if you want to really get involved with the show and support, go support us on our Patreon site. We have a campaign running where if we get all of our subscribers to take and hit our threshold, we get the exclusive Steve episode where he's going to review Greece. Uh, if you haven't known anything about what that is, go back to episode six, watch that, and find that out. Also, you could pick the beer of the week, and, and without further ado, Steve, introduce what beer of the week we're drinking right now.
1: Oh well, we are. Ba- I'm back in the Midwest. I'm feeling good. It's good to be here in Chicago again. Uh, so I'm going with uh, one of my my mainstays, going back to Three Floyd's Brewing, and uh, we are drinking a delicious Zombie Dust tonight. One of their uh, definitely one of their best beers uh a single hopped uh pale ale citra hops in this thing, and it is just uh i mean it's a it's a magical treat of enjoyment uh there's not a single thing wrong with this beer um i mean except they don't make enough of it they, you can't drink I, they, it like, they they don't make the enough car. Of it. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah um and they they usually sell out of it very quickly but uh, I was fortunate enough to be down there in the, in that neck of the woods a few weeks ago, and I picked some up because I knew we were going to be using it on the podcast. So highly smart choice, right there. Oh, my son. you know we plan ahead. That's you know you know we use our uh, you know we use our heads when we're in, you know going through our production meetings and things like that. We 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 get this stuff knocked out because production meeting. <laughs> Man, you don't don't put our business on the streets. <laughs> I'm not airing out our dirty laundry. there. No, so, no, no. It's it's a uh, fantastic beer. Um yeah, I mean, can't recommend it enough. If you I mean you might be able to find it on shelves. It goes pretty quickly. Uh it's a it's just a great year round beer. And uh it's like six point two percent alcohol. Uh but like I said, Citra hops just go good with everything. And uh yeah, I mean it's just totally refreshing. It's a one hundred on both rate beer and on beer advocate. So um that's I mean that's the, the people solid. have spoken. Yeah. The people yeah. have spoken. Uh
0: it is a world class beer. So. Awesome. Well cheers. Cheers to that! Let's get started with our first topic of the night. What are we going to be jumping into?
1: Here? Oh boy, we are getting into. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm, I might get a little heated with this topic tonight because I had a conversation with a friend a few weeks ago, and he knows who he is. We were talking uh, talking about uh, some some superheroes, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to find out what not only what I think what a superhero is, but what you think a superhero is. A superhero, a, is this super a superhero, superhero versus a hero versus
0: a hero. Okay, well, I'm a superhero. No, not not at all a superhero. But so a superhero in my mind has got to have some sort of mutant quality to it. Something that is not at like something that is not normally found. in like a, like a vigilante to me, when I think of superhero, I think of like Superman versus yeah. Batman and Iron Man. I think of Batman and Iron Man as rich guys that have really expensive tastes, that have good toys, that can make them a superhero. See, I'm glad— They can
1: make them a hero. Excuse me. I'm glad you're on the same page with me on this because those guys— I mean, Batman, badass. Iron Man, badass. Awesome. But those are, like you said, they're rich dudes who have toys. I mean, if we're using that as our standard, I mean, then James Bond is a superhero. He really is. Yeah. I mean, he's got sweet gadgets. But he's got government he's got, subsidized he, toys yep, versus that's Still, he's got sweet gadgets. He can yeah. use whatever he wants. I mean, Q's hooking him up. Yeah, Yo, Q Branch has got him all good. I mean, the R and D divisions of uh you know the, their various respective uh organizations within Batman and Iron Man. I mean, they're they're doing the same thing. So it's not as though Bruce Wayne is out there, you know, building his own you know, building his own parts and stuff like that. I mean, he's getting that shit. You know, they're they're building that out for any them.
0: any way that Michael Caine can give you good, like good <laughs> level of support is probably a good thing. I in my honest, 100 percent honest perspective. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm going to trust Michael Caine over uh, over pretty much anybody. I mean, although I mean, what what's it uh, they had him? His character was Morgan Freeman. In, or I mean, they had Morgan Freeman doing the research in the more recent movies. Right. Michael Caine yeah. was Alfred. Michael Caine was Alfred. Yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah, obviously they're. It's gonna work for you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, you got you got the 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 brain trust. There is, and ac- that's an excellent organization. Oh, Michael Train, Michael Kane and, and Morgan Freeman <laughs> doing anything? Yeah,
0: like you could put Steve Carell as Batman, <laughs> and he would be like, "That's what she said." And then just like throw some bat wings at people. Like, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm thinking about that. Yeah, well, see, the 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 reason for this
1: conversation is that there. I mean, there and actually, a lot of places will like define this as like a superhero has not just like superhuman powers but has extraordinary abilities i think that's bullshit i think you gotta have some sort of superhuman power in order to be a superhero otherwise you're just a hero
0: otherwise you're just the mystery men movie (laughs) (laughs) with with the smash mouth reference oh yeah yeah (laughs) i mean like i don't know so i think that's an interesting debate and like the proliferation wow it's a friday word proliferation Mm. that's a sat word right there (laughs) um of marvel and dc movies coming into like modern pop culture making them more accessible like this debate you could have probably any comic book store which i've never had at a comic book store but (laughs) i think because i haven't you've never been to a comic i have been but like not like as aggressively as some okay um one of the things that I think, though, that you could probably have is: Would superheroes get their ass kicked by some heroes? That's a different argument than what is superhero versus hero. Well, is.
1: that's that's part of the problem, though, is because like they did. I mean, I know this is a long. I mean, I'm not the most versed in comics, but I, I know a little bit. And it's like I know Superman versus Batman has been a long running, you know, a long running story. Superman would kick the shit out of Batman every time, unless unless there was Kryptonite involved. I can't see any scenario
0: where that wouldn't happen. Well, I'd see it, like, what if there was no phone booths around? <laughs>
1: like, okay, yeah. all right,
0: all right. I'll I'll, I'll walk, it yeah. walk it back. Let's walk it back. You know, we don't want to we, we don't, don't want to d- get too extreme on all oh, this podcast. We're we're, I guess. we're a little micro, you know, <laughs> microeconomic like intro like introspection into these things, but like. Think about it. Like, I think of, like, the Avengers and Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor is a superhero, but Thor's a fucking god. Yeah, Like, I mean, that's a little different. It's like, okay, well, he, yeah. yeah, he's got to have a big hammer. He's here. blessed. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> Never forget, Skypoint. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Like, I think that... Uh, would you consider the Turtles? The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles superheroes? Yeah, absolutely. They're mutant turtles, and they have karate ability. They walk
1: upright. I mean, they're... I mean, that's that's just already... Putting them in a different category altogether, and they they fight crime. Uh, I would call them superheroes. I think would they've you got call abilities.
0: Splinter a superhero, definitely. He's just like a. So I mean, even
1: though he's he's an aging superhero, though, so he's he's kind of retired. I mean, he's teaching his his his. Uh, you know, he's got his whole repertoire that he's uh, instilling upon the turtles. Oh. But yeah, we're going with big words tonight. <laughs> But uh, he's certainly not out there participating as much as
0: the Turtles were. I think Splinter, Master Splinter was the cartoon version of Mr. Miyagi. Yes. So <laughs> then we can say this. But the transitive at, property doesn't apply so here. Donatello versus the Karate Kid. Donatello versus the Cause Karate Because I picked the most stupid turtle. At, no one likes Donatello. Yeah, no, but the bow
1: Staff, I mean, that gives you a lot of range on the, on the versus attack. Versus the crane kick? Yeah. But, come at me with your crane kick. I'm going to jack in the face of the bow Staff. Okay.
0: See, this is superhero turtle <laughs> versus normal, I guess. like I mean, he's the-
1: using a human art form yeah. of, of, you know, the martial arts, but he's got the,
0: you know, he's got the mutant abilities. Now, I'm going to throw one at you that's a little interesting in this whole like superhero hero genre, because if we classify superheroes as mm-hmm. superhuman power, what do Transformers become? They, yeah, I don't know if they become that's anything. a good
1: question because yeah, they're they're not they ne-
0: they transform from a car or a truck into a other mechanical yeah, beast. They're robots. Yeah. In disguise. Yeah. Well um, to actually steal <laughs> uh, as <Hasbro's laughs> marketing. That's what we we're going yep, for. <laughs> yep, exactly.
1: But uh yeah, that that's a interesting moral question that I don't know that I've considered. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to make a bold stance on. It. I'm going to I'm going to muse on. I'm going to I'm going to take that. I'm going to I'm going to bring that in cuz I might have to revise my stance at some point.
0: Yeah, because I think Optimus Prime regardless of if it's Optimus Prime or anything could run over Batman and win. Yeah. Because he's a freaking truck when he's not a Yeah, Optimus there's Prime. no
1: mortality so to speak. I mean, you can destroy the robot. But I mean, then we're really just getting into what makes one human and what makes Are we getting really <laughs> existential like <look> here? <laughs> That's not the aim of what, this conversation.
0: What makes a boy a boy? <laughs> well, a that's a different story. <laughs> like I don't know. That's funny. Uh, uh, but,
1: but yeah, I mean, like going back to the beginning, I I like the Avengers concept. I mean, I I'm not a huge comic book fan, uh, but I mean, you know, I'll I'll dabble, and right. I, I like the I, I like generally what most most of the comic book movies have done. Some of them got a little the storylines haven't really been all that fantastic, but they by, I mean, the graphics and everything else keep you engaged with it, which is, you know, nice. I mean, you get a, it still makes for a decent enough
0: movie. Right. For me, like, and I'm not, I'm no way expert. I know that we no. have other friends that have done a lot more. Oh, research. much more. Um, but I think for me when I, and I know we'll probably get a little bit of feedback, hopefully from this is, I think that Marvel's more superhero and, uh, DC is obviously more hero based. Like I don't see many DC Stuff mm-hmm. that is like superhero stuff, you know. Who would be a superhero
1: out of the DC group? I mean, yeah. I know that they obviously go much deeper than you know, the than the, anything like you know, that we're what that we're thinking of, Aqua Velva Boy, right? Like, just not Aquaman. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh god. <laughs> um, so who's your favorite superhero? I like Batman. You like Batman? Yeah, you consider Batman a superhero. Now, no, con- no, no, no you, okay, <laughs> wait a
0: second, you just you just put me in there as a yeah, thing. So mm-hmm. you caught me. Okay. So who's my favorite superhero? Um, I would have to say it would have to be in the X Men realm okay. and it would probably be Beast.
1: You're like oh man, I wish you would t- <laughs> if Evan was ever listening, we could totally roast him on that, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put his business out there. Um but uh yeah, I mean I'm a I'm a big I'm all I've always been a
0: Superman guy. Yeah. So I mean he's he's the gold standard to me uh, i think the reason i take beast is he's an intellectual like in all (laughs) like in all of everything he's an intellectual and he's also blue and he's jacked i mean that's fucking cool (laughs) right there like you can't you can't do that you can't do that wrong
1: (laughs) yeah i mean uh now now if we expand here and we go we we start including heroes badass heroes not necessarily superheroes by by my rudimentary definition what, what
0: are you, you're going with Batman then, right? It's probably Batman. Iron Man's probably a close second, mm-hmm. but obviously- do, Iron, you like,
1: do you like Iron Man or I do like you like Iron, Robert Downey Jr.? I like the movies. Uh-huh.
0: I, I don't necessarily like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. I liked Iron Man 2 a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't get into Iron Man in the comics or anything like okay. that. Like I, I can say one of the people that it, this is pretty interesting to say, it's like I prefer Venom over Spider-Man. Okay. Like I, I, there's something about the what whole What about emo movie? Spider-Man? No, <laughs> like just Spider-Man in general, like squirting stuff out of his hands, it just seems just a little odd.
1: Well, I mean that's a superhuman power, therefore <laughs> superhero. I really? Mean, yeah, absolutely. He can uh, shoot fucking webs from his from only him, when he wears the suit, man. <laughs> yeah, but the su- he's got the power. He's got the power. He can he can do other. I mean, he goes God, through the whole transformation. T- Bale can talk like this. <laughs> <Christian> I'm coming <laughs> after you. Oh. I I mean. I, I like Batman a lot from the hero realm. Um, I think he, especially, I mean, it's not, you know, totally the, the you know, the true comic book definition of it or right. anything like that. But, I mean, the, the most recent Batman series was just terrific.
0: Yeah, and I think if you go to any of these different, um, these different... You know, su- Sp- Superman and Spider-Man, there's mm-hmm. all different generations of movies that have taken an ad- uh, taken have ad- different adaptations of different sure. storylines on there. You know, I would honestly say that you could pick, like, different, like, oh, I like this Superman with Christopher Reeves, or I like this Batman with mm-hmm. Christian Bale and not the Batman with Val Kilmer. But one that we haven't even talked about is, like, where do you put Star Wars in that whole thing? Because you can like that's never gonna really come up in like the comic book question, but Darth Vader is technically a superhuman. I mean, the force you have is a very different, right? Like, I don't even know where to even begin with that.
1: Yeah, that's tough because I think that you would, if if I'm staying true to my definition, and, and you're capable of feeling and controlling the force that you would be a superhero. You would be a superhero because you have the I mean you can move things with your mind essentially. Yeah. um which then, is outside of the limits of humanity for mm-hmm. most for the most part. Uh, so yeah, I think you I think you have to put the whole Jedi classification in with the superheroes. So then if or supervillains. If
0: we take and bring that into cl- into the play here, mm-hmm. uh Chewbacca definitely jumps up above Iron Man 100% <laughs> as like a great hero, you know. Okay. Faithful, or you know, okay. We can even go with Barf uh, from Spaceballs. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> he's half man. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's half, half, half. he's boy. his own best friend. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like. Yeah. Don't make a man. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. I mean, I think that Star Wars, like, I never think of it as like a comic book because it always yeah. was the movie. But there's a lot more. There, there's a lot of fiction that's written around there, and mm-hmm. there technically there is heroes, and superheroes in all of that world, too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And Disney owns it all. <laughs> they or most and, of it. And they're
1: making fat stacks off of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, then uh, going to, what about villains? You, I mean, because th- so much of the focus is on the superhero. Right. Uh, how do you feel about the supervillain?
0: Uh, Mickey Rourke was pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, with yeah. the tentacle things. <laughs> but that was, like again, that was Iron Man 2. And I thought the the reason I liked Iron Man too is because there was the science involved with it too, mm-hmm. like he's building something so he doesn't freaking die, like to to keep yeah. the, the fragment yeah. out of his heart. And I thought that was really cool because, granted, I don't think anybody would ever be able to do that with under the circumstances no, that they no, did. Obviously, or reconstructing or in the was it the first one where they reconstructed the Iron Man the rudimentary Iron Man suit? I think so. And then. Uh, the dude decided he wanted to wear it mm-hmm. and blow up everything. Yeah. Uh, I still think that, um, that, that character that was the antagonist there was cool because it was science-based. Like, sure. Anything based on science is pretty cool when it's too far fetched. I'm like, yeah, but like transformers and the tests are, uh, no, the Avengers with the Tesseract thing. Yeah. And like yeah, Loki, yeah. that's like, okay, that's cheating. Cause Loki's a God. Like that's yeah. like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like the Avengers, um, but yeah, I mean that. If you're gonna, I mean Loki's a pretty good, c- pretty good bad guy. Right. I think. I mean, not not he's not good as in morality good, but he's, no, he's like a,
0: he's he's an enjoyable villain. I think for every uh, protagonist, you have to have an equal antagonist, otherwise the story's flat.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely, you gotta, yeah. you have to. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as my like villain, I mean, I love General Zod and Superman. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know if it's because I necessarily love that his character but I just love the way, you know, some of the, the things he says and and it's like the way he goes Superman about too. The, yeah. I <laughs> I mean it cracks me up but it, I mean it also I mean it's a good movie. So uh, that that's one up there for me but uh um yeah, we're uh we're, like I don't know, it's like it's so crazy to me with the amount of uh movies coming out that are su- you know marvel dc based or even you know outside of that realm um you know it's crazy to me seeing like some of the reboots already like they're you got these these movies that may have come out like less than a decade ago and they're rebooting some of them
0: It's well a lot of it's just ip yeah like, ip reboots it's crazy yeah. what they try to do there but i think oh shh, my mm. gosh what is going on? I guess it would be nice <laughs> if I could touch your body. Yeah. It's a beer time right now. I think it's a beer time. We're changing this topic topic again here. So, Steve, let us in on what we're doing here. Well, why why are we listening to this awesome Why are we, awesome, we listening to
1: this wonderful mashup of, well, Fred Durst doing his best uh impression of George Michael? Yeah. Um because we've got a uh, a little a little test of the will here and if we had $100 each. Okay, $100. 100 United States dollars each. Y- not monopoly money? Not monopoly money. Legal tender in the United States. Okay. What are you going to buy that is Limp Biscuit related?
0: Okay. So this is a segment on Limp Biscuit and Limp Biscuit related paraphernalia. And you
1: have to spend it only on Limp Biscuit. Okay.
0: So let's set some boundaries here. So let's see what we can take and do. Um, are they touring or are they not touring are we gonna take in charge like,
1: let's leave out concerts let's concerts say this memorabil- is going to be uh, media or memorabilia
0: okay okay media or memorabilia yeah so it could be like to an prove autumn, that you're a fan to prove that I'm a fan yeah. okay so I would take and say that one of the first things that I would buy would be a um it would would these be like funny listings that you'd hope somebody would put on like you can tell me what you it's your hundred dollars okay if i I found this on if i found these things on ebay i'd purchase them not because (laughs) they're just weird um i would take and purchase uh stage worn body paint by west borland (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, in various different colors and contents and qualities, okay. you know, not <laughs> like, and just make other Limp related art pieces from that body painting. Okay. Day. Oh, so,
1: so you're going to manifest yeah, that. Into... It's a derivative,
0: you know, <laughs> it's a money-making opportunity right there. So I don't know. What would that so, be? Like stage one, that could probably, let's say that's like a $20 purchase. All right. Day. We'll give it $20. So my first
1: purchase that if I'm going, if I'm going and I got a hundred dollars burning a hole in my pocket, I'm going to go down to my, my local mall. I might okay. I might go to a Gurney Mills, I might go out to Woodfield, and I'm gonna go to a Lids <laughs> I'm gonna pop in there and I'm gonna walk up to the stand and I'm gonna find the reddest Yankees hat. I'm gonna buy it for thirty five dollars. New era of course, fitted, okay. yeah. seven and a quarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna sling that thing on,
0: I'm gonna put it backwards, I'm gonna walk out the store. <laughs> a pair of khakis. <laughs> and just get the Fred Deer starter kit. <laughs> So the next thing I would try to find would probably be one of the rare productions of the how to drum like John Otto uh DVD <laughs> Damn sets, it. Uh and it would literally be probably like in a ninety-nine cent bin. <laughs> like at, or like direct to Amazon, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I would highly recommend if you if Well any of no, you, like
0: every lesson starts you, with, Hey John Otto, <laughs> take me to the Matthews Bridge. And then literally it goes into straight beats of like Fred yells at me then you play do 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 do. It's like okay. It's
1: pretty much what happens whenever we go to a guitar center anyways. Yeah. <laughs>
0: god, that's oh god.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, I would highly recommend that if any of you find humor in Limp Bizkit related things as mu- as much as we do, there there is uh, a video out there on YouTube of uh John Otto talking about how he comes up with his drum parts and relate <laughs> and from like, like a very serious uh, musical standpoint and it is pure
0: comedy unintentional of, comedy but comedy like nonetheless. the like this go boom <laughs> boom 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 and if I don't like that I go boom 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 and it's oh god so yeah so for, you're
1: you're gonna get some some either video lessons because I would say maybe I mean what what's
0: a lesson with John Otto gotta cost you probably I mean, like eight dollars
1: yeah I mean that that you're eight like, dollars
0: in a big Montana from yeah, Arby's you're within your budget there yeah, definitely there so <laughs> let's just say I'm at 30 bucks okay
1: all right, so that's you're still we're about even. I'm at thirty five. Yeah. We're not going to factor tax, you yeah. know, because that's just absurd. Uh, tax there, rates there's vary. There's nexus. There's nexus. So tax rates vary. Yes. Um. So I've got I'm thirty five in here, and I'm thinking, you know what? I need to go and I need to get a piece of of history. Oh I need God. to that I need to remember. Um. And I want it, I want this immortalized. So what I'm going to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna pop down to I'm gonna I'm still at the mall. So why not pop down? You know if there's I don't know if there's one in Gurney anymore, but I'm gonna go to Fye. Oh, that's like a hot topic. <laughs> Sam Goody's no longer in business. R.I.P. Right. <laughs> Sky Point. But uh, I'm gonna go. I'm I'm assume that Fye is open. I'm gonna pop in there. I'm gonna get uh, Family Values Tour 1999 on DVD, DV- and oh CD
0: box set. So real talk hashtag straight real talk. I had Family Values 97 <laughs> CD. <laughs> I listened to the shit out of that, like it had corn on there, it had like it biscuit, yeah. it had um it had orgy, oh God, yeah, it had Rammstein. well, like, the reason I
1: went with ninety nine was that was oh,
0: well, that was a great year right after well, year. they
1: had woodstock ninety nine mm-hmm. as well so I mean they were at the peak of their powers, and oh, then yeah. uh you have a uh just i think it was corn and primus was the other like big headliner on that tour
0: yeah a little off topic of like peak of their prime have you seen the fred durst uh guitar solo mm. <laughs> video have i seen it i probably contributed like a thousand views to that video oh my god it is fantastically awesome <laughs> if you haven't seen it go youtube it now <laughs> it is so phenomenal if you want to lo- learn how to play guitar you can see that as inspiration uh, that uh, anybody could pick one yep. up and do something <laughs> Um, Plug it into an amplifier and make some noise because
1: yeah. yeah, that's about all it is.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you're at what? Fifty bucks let's,
1: now? Let's say no. I'm I'm thinking the DVD and the CD box set is at least twenty five. Okay. So I'm going to call it a, a
0: flat sixty. Okay. So I'm at thirty five. I think right. Thirty. So 30 I think we thirty. Okay. So this is going to be a big ticket. This is going to be, um, this is a big ticket item, and this is the playbill from the first. Opening night. Ooh. This is a playbill from the opening night of signed by Fred Durst and Wes, uh, John Otto and DJ Lethal were not available to sign this auto, this uh, particular playbill. Okay, from DJ
1: Lethal was too busy with his commitments with the House of Pain or yeah, something, something like that.
0: It would be the playbill for the first and only epi- or, uh, showing of Cirque <laughs> du get in a <laughs> casino parking lot coming near you. Uh, it would be one hundred percent that, and that would be just like signifying. The struggle to get to Cirque du Soleil status as Limp the band new metal band forever like i would <laughs> cementing their status cementing their status and i think it would be great. so funny freaking thing i don't know why i was looking up like famous people that i have share a birthday with okay west borland was born 10 years before me to the date not bad, not bad. i was like dude we're practically <laughs> brothers so take me on tour i'll just all the with you <laughs> it'll be freaking awesome you might
1: well i, I shouldn't impugn west borland because uh, I'm confident you can solo better than Fred Durst. We'll go. We'll go there. Right. Right.
0: So he puts the body paint on. I put it on too. It's <laughs> like he looks like normal West, and I just like dress up like a panda on the stage <laughs> playing guitar and body paint. Okay. So that's a so solid. that playbill would that definitely be like a collector's item. Okay. I think that would get me to probably and not a would, Xerox. Right. You're talking. You're talking uh, legit. Like certificate of authenticity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that would probably put me up to the seventy-five dollar range total. Okay. So Yeah,
1: that's it. that's a, a fair assessment. I think. Yeah. I, I think if you went to, you know, down the street when you were in Vegas and you went to Pawn Stars, you, <laughs> might, you could probably get, you know, twenty to forty dollars for that. So I think you're in, you're in good shape with your estimate. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put put myself through a little physical pain here because I pure straight hate contact lenses, but. If I'm getting, if I'm gonna live the limp biscuit experience, I'm gonna go get some goofy ass contact lenses like West Borland wears. Oh fuck <laughs> yeah, God. I, I mean, wait, those are probably ten dollars, I think. Are, are you gonna
0: get ones that he's used?
1: No, God, no, no. <laughs> no gonna I'm, say, I'm not that extreme. Like, are you gonna get
0: autographed ones that he's used and just like use those <laughs> as like an opportunity?
1: No, no, no. I will. I will stick with a uh, a sterile pair of <laughs> of West Borland style. <laughs> west contacts. Borland
0: like. Ooh, I got another business idea. Wes, you need to call those people at Acuvue and get your own your signature own line. line of uh, contact. There we go. Businesses. Our people will be in touch with your people. Yes, we'll call you. <laughs> go to so, C- <laughs> com, investors, possibly you.
1: Uh, uh, so I'm going to say that's about 10 bucks. So I'm going to – well, you know what? We're going to be generous. We're going to figure in his royalties to the Acuvue sure, line. Sure. So it's 15 so we're, we're both at a $75 mark.
0: Okay. I don't know what the last little bit would be. You took my Fred Durst hat. That was going to be the first one. Oh, that's a... Well, you let off. <laughs> yes. Well, I, you know, Well, we'll figure something <laughs> out. You know, you go with some stage-worn khakis by Fred Durst. Like those things, you never want to know what happened. Oh, there. God, no. Like, I don't know. Like, why did we pick this topic? I think that the greatest reason we picked up this topic is we love to hate that we love to hate this.
1: Well, I mean... I I would be full fledged lying to you if I told you that I didn't own multiple Limp Biscuit albums yeah. when I was a raging uh, adolescent.
0: Yeah. I think uh God, what was that band called? Um God, there is a so I think the last twenty five dollars would be not fully Limp Biscuit related. Okay. But it would be um donated to the Kickstarter campaign to so su- to start New England's finest and Long Island's finest <laughs> Cheddar Bay Biscuit and Limp Biscuit Festival. Okay, um, called Shrimp Biscuit. I have the domain. Seed Capital. Seed, Seed Capital. Seed Capital. capital. Twenty five dollars, and there is a band on YouTube, and I will link to it. And it's like it is the UK's foremost Limp Biscuit cover band, and they have been playing festivals <laughs> s- consistently. and carnivals, festivals, <laughs> carnivals, everything <laughs> consistently for it. Like they'll come at you with breaks of rolling. It sounds almost as good as the original-ish. Like, it's fucking hilarious, though. And so the seed capital to actually put this on. So if anybody wants, we could take and do this together. It could be a community-run event, you know. Yeah. Shrimp Biscuit, so we should get a lot of biscuits. And
1: and going along with that, I mean, not with the cover band, because they haven't been here to Chicago that I know of. Maybe they have. But uh, what was it we saw an ad for not too long ago at Subterranean, the music oh, club the in new Chicago. Metal they have night? a new metal night. And like on the the ad, every it's like, third Wednesday, yeah, spinning is... all the, your favorite new metal hits, like Limp Biscuit, and it's like, well, that's just a magnet for us. Limp Biscuit and Puddle of
0: Mud. Oh, <laughs> she fucking God. hates me. It's like it gets you in there like perfectly right there. Um,
1: so yeah, I gotta I gotta shell out twenty five extra bucks here to to complete my my hundo. Um, so I saw earlier today a uh cover the cover art for Significant Other. Oh God. On a fabric poster that was like <laughs> twenty four by thirty six. So is this
0: my Christmas present for <laughs> next year already? Like it's like, yeah.
1: So I need a little decor. I mean I can't just I can't just have all this credibility and not have people know about it. I mean I got the hat, but you know, someone might just be like, Oh, you're a Yankees fan. Mm-hmm. No, I'm like, no, no, there's no reason I'm wearing <laughs>
0: a red Yankees hat. Think I had a
1: red it. White Sox hat, but it was one of the stars and stripes White Sox hats, which was Pretty sweet. So yeah, that's a little different. Yeah, there was there was no uh there was no affiliation with, with the biscuit. So I think that was fifteen dollars for the uh for the fantastic fabric poster. So I'm I'm comfortable spending that. I got ten dollars left to go. I'm already tapped out. You're tapped out. I got ten bucks left to go. I saw it. Greatest hits <laughs> oh. with a Z. With a Z. That's how fucking extreme that is. <laughs>
0: I thought you were gonna say a game used chiro from nope. the Woodstock '99 nope. concert. No, I need
1: I need something to spin in my car while I'm uh, while I'm cruising the vistas. Okay, so ten bucks,
0: knock that one right out. So let's give top three bangers from Limp Bizkit albums of all time. Ooh, no, you want me to lead off? Uh, well, you go. One, first. At yeah. one
1: at a time. One at a time. We'll see. I I don't dive into their more more recent catalog, so. Um, I think... It I, also could
0: be Fred Durst Alone stuff, too. <laughs> Does Fred Durst have a solo I think has got career? like one or two. Um, I think I'll just go with with Break Stuff. Okay, Break right Stuff is... Yeah, Break Stuff is good. So is that your number three?
1: Mm-mm. That's number one.
0: That's number That's one? Number one. Okay. I'm going go to go number three first. And I think number three has got to be uh, the fine score to the original movie soundtrack of Mission Impossible 2. Okay. And oh, it yeah. has to be uh, that um, Take a Look Around track. I own yeah. that soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> so that's got to be number three for me. So okay. number two for you.
1: Number two for me. I'm gonna get. Uh, I'm gonna get a little weird with this. Let's go with the urban assault vehicle version of oh Roland. God, God.
0: <laughs> yeah. God, that's not good. That's not good. That's at not all. good. <laughs> that's not <laughs> there's
1: there's nothing else to be said
0: because you always take the air raid version. No, 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 no. Give me the fucking backbeat. I did it all for the Nookie. Okay, so could that's number two. Oh yeah, Nookie's number- definitely number two. All right, and like people are like, oh man, that's early, but I think yeah, Nookie's good. Nookie was like, what, I would agree, that? Nookie is good. Yeah, Significant Other <laughs> was a great. Well, it was a fine album for my formative years watching TRL. <laughs> I remember watching like the shit out of TRL and like Limp Bizkit oh, yeah. was always on
1: it. Well, but. so so number three for me, and we'll go with what we let off with into this segment. We're going with their fine cover of Faith, yeah, um, because that is what the first Limp Bizkit song I ever heard when I was in, like fifth grade. I think going into, I I remember that dumbass song. Being stuck in my head while I was taking like placement testing to go to the, like this middle school across town in Waukegan. Yeah, yeah. And I like the fucking stupid song was stuck in my head all goddamn day. So that's that's number three on my
0: list. Could you imagine if they chose a different George Michael song to like do? <laughs> like they did uh, uh wham. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up when you yep. go go. It's like their career could have been completely different. It's yep. like it would have been a totally Wake different you. arc. <laughs> I think honestly, my number one has got to be break stuff. But there's honorable mentions. It's okay, like, behind blue eyes is definitely an honorable. Oh, that mention. that is one of
1: the worst covers ever. Exactly. That is that's so why it's, bad.
0: That's why it's honorably mentioned. And mm-hmm. I think red light, green light. Okay, with Snoop Dogg, yep. that is like that was like right around the Need for Speed. What slide. about in together now? In together now with RZA. Yep. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God, they're all good, but I like. Ben Stiller was in the role in music. He video. was. That's he obviously, was. that's so freaking weird. I wouldn't, oh. It's telling me no. Ooh. My body. But my body. My body's telling me no. Yeah. We're setting the mood here. We Set are the setting mood. the mood.
1: Cracking a yeah. little. Uh, we got the essential delights coming up on here. Got to crack this last, uh, crack this last uh, zombie time. dust here, and we're going to, we'll get down to Bennis. So, Steve, why this why sensual this music? What do you
0: see nothing wrong with?
1: I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Nothing.
0: Okay. What are these sensual tunes leading us up for on this Oh, uh,
1: we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, culinary action here. Culinary? Culinary. Hmm. We're going to talk about uh, a little bit of uh, some of our, our finest uh, moments in the kitchen, uh, prepping up a dish.
0: Okay, for a lady. Oh, interesting. Hello, hello. <laughs> well, hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. And welcome to the <laughs> No, food is not sensual. It is sensuous. <laughs> Do you still want to <laughs> show me your cucumber? Green <laughs> wormers. Okay. So I think it's interesting that we're talking about this. So is this like go-to dishes of things that have worked in the past? Why like, not? That Why have not? been appreciated. I think it's and whatnot? it's the the whole experience
1: of uh, trying to prove and and uh, seduce a a member of the opposite sex or, or the same sex we're a so, great opportunity here um <laughs> with a uh fine culinary uh preparation
0: so i can tell you some that don't work first and then we can go into some that do work okay? <laughs> let's let's
1: definitely go with the uh let's let's start off with the blooper reel
0: yeah i think some that don't work is never make it an arby's night <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i don't think it's ever going to work out for it's like oh yeah i I have this nice roast beef au jus <laughs> and showing the arby's wrappers with some horsey sauce that's never gonna work out really. see
1: now like there's n- there ain't nothing wrong if after this podcast we go down to arby's and Do we, a, go, go crushers, we go go crush a couple a beef, beef and cheddar and, and yeah. go to work go to town okay there's nothing wrong with that but for a for a lady that's not uh probably not your ideal that's experience. never that's
0: never a good one and then the other one is never uh involve chili in your meal prep like the dish chili or chili peppers. Yeah, three alarm chili. Like okay, chili the dish, the yep, beans. Yep, it's yep. just not a. It 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 puts too much pressure on you for anything successful happening that <laughs> evening. Um, your mind is not focused on what it needs to be focused no, on.
1: No, I would I would uh, concur with chili. I'm just going to counter that with pretty much anything that requires uh, a significant amount of of picante spice. Ooh, uh, you don't you don't want anything that is. Uh, gonna be you know pressing at you so to speak uh you don't want to be you you just don't, you don't want to be you don't want any haggis
0: like you don't want any <laughs> of that stuff like
1: no i mean forget haggis i'm I'm talking your uh you know tacos a little yeah. l- throwing you you think to yourself hey I'm i'm gonna you know make this make these tacos you know what i'm gonna throw in a little extra cayenne pepper you know, maybe a little crushed red pepper in there. You don't want to go down that path because that's bad news bears. Machu Picchu. It's, you, it, much. you know, it might be bad news bears for your, your partner, but it's definitely going to be bad news
0: bears <laughs> if you're a guy like, like us. <laughs> yeah. So like, okay. So those are mine. Those are yours. Mm-hmm. Like, so let's go into some good stuff. I know that one of the things that I like to do is always just try to, you know, gauge somebody's personality. And I I am no sloucher. I'm a terrific select, but I'm no sluch <laughs> around the uh, around the kitchen. I'm a, adventurous on anything, so I've done sushi before. I've like, actually homemade sushi. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, the panda knows his way around the rice cooker. Okay, and uh, it makes it's all about the rice. And then oh, most you definitely, just wake, make too much. But I've done like homemade sushi, but like one of my go tos is you know a nice salmon, salmon, co- salmon cooked in apples, like. You make a nice glaze right there and some vegetables and some salad. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, yes, yeah, nice seafood dinner. Okay. Machu Picchu. She's going to call you again. My, my, well, hopefully. I'm assuming. <laughs> you know, Machu Picchu. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, that's one of them. Like, you can't go wrong with, like, cooking up, like, anytime you can cook up a nice steak. The yeah. steak, like, and you can cook, like, I'm not talking about just, like, cooking something on the grill. But, like, you can take and do something in the oven, like, cast sure. iron cooking, like, the steak, I mean,
1: and and to to execute that well, uh, not well done. God no, don't don't make a steak well done. Um, but uh, it, it, to to pull that off to perfection, as far as if if I say you want this medium rare, and I hit that, yeah, that's I mean that's your ideal. I mean, it can be challenging. I mean, but once you have enough experience with the, you know, just knowing your your cooking arena, knowing what you're doing with. Uh, whatever pan you may be using or Mm. or if you're using a grill you know the hot spots and things like that um yeah i mean that's a totally different uh you know you if you've got you got your home base down on lock you know it's different when you're on a road game if you're cooking on someone else's stuff you that's a wild card but if you're if you're on your home turf and you know what you're doing uh yeah that's a that's a well as long as you
0: know that you have your creme brulee torch (laughs) and your cheese melting spoons most definitely you can take and do whatever you want but if you're on the road game you gotta you gotta play you gotta you gotta know that you're not at you're being tested. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is not gonna be the easiest thing to do.
1: Well, I mean, you're on the road, you know, you're you're in an unfamiliar environment, the fans may be hostile and you've gotta you just gotta fight through
0: that. <laughs> you just gotta deal with what's going on. You never know what's <laughs> gonna come out there. So what is what are one of the two uh what are some of the things that you've actually done? Yeah. Uh, what are some um, of your go tos?
1: Uh, so Jack, you'll put me on blast for this because uh, I don't, I, I, haven't made it for her. Chili we, dogs. <laughs> nope. Different nope. blast. <laughs> nope. Different blast. Um. So we, I, I'm a big proponent of, uh, of the Italian dishes. Ooh, very much um, so. And uh, I think that's a, uh, a r- romantic cuisine. Uh, so I'm a big fan. This is a personal uh, fan favorite of uh uh chicken marsala ooh. Um, ooh! i'm all about that chicken marsala see so it's not just enjoyment for for everyone else that's that's enjoyment for myself too so it's it's self-serving yeah but uh yeah i'm a i'm a big fan you know get the get the wine up in there nice uh nice gravy and uh, oh yeah get the nice nice seared chicken breast get, oh yeah that's a see, that's a money
0: maker yeah that's cool i think the big thing is always like you know that most guys that know how to cook don't want to cook for one. So like, even if they're a mm-hmm. bachelor, they never just want to cook for one.
1: Oh, cooking for one's terrible. It's absolutely
0: horrible. <laughs> but like going on that Italian kick, it's like I would 100% do that. And here's the next thing that I'm trying to do: handmade pasta.
1: That is a uh, interesting maneuver. Uh, I've not personally done it,
0: but I know people who have. I haven't done it yet. I it's, mean, that's it's that, fun. Yeah, it's supposed but to be. You gotta awesome. get prepared for that
1: that's a good one um the other thing i've done just keep it simple man yep who the fuck doesn't like pizza oh yeah well you don't like fucking pizza <laughs> Pizza <that> <laughs> <ass>? <laughs> no i mean uh pizza pizza works i mean it's a it's de- it's something you can do as a joint uh yeah. cooking experience too which is uh, like people will be uh, be like oh well you know it's you know i just want to prepare it and then serve it. it's like no man like the preparation and everything that goes into the experience, if you can do that with someone else, it makes it a more, I mean, it, it basically builds into part of a date.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the funny things is I almost set my oven on fire once trying to cook. Like, yeah, <laughs> like a horror story. It's like, I won't tell what I was trying to cook, but it's like, it's, um, God, what was that fucking movie? Um, it, it remember Back to the Future? Yep. When they're trying to show, like, what the, uh, the DeLorean going to do sure. the time machine and it goes off the thing and it goes into the um, the trash can with the rags and the kerosene mm-hmm. and it goes off on fire. And Doc Brown goes, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like literally I th- had that <laughs> moment happen when I was cooking. I was just like, oh, God, this sucks. But I think you have to roll with it, too. It's like it's it's a fun experience. Yeah. Though. Yeah. It's always about you never want to make it just about like you trying to prepare because that's always seems a little overbearing at times. It can be. It, can it definitely be can be. Depending on the same... But, like, cooking is always fun. I think it's always... I'd rather take and cook for somebody than have him go out and spend 50, 60 bucks. Oh, dear that. Lord. I mean, the... Not because of the money thing. I think it's just more... It's more special.
1: Well, it, it definitely is. I mean, it shows an involvement to it. Um, but, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to back away from the price thing. Fuck. It is outrageous yeah. to go on some of these. And, uh, I mean, like, just to spend, like, $100 dollars to go to dinner it's like man i could have made three four like awesome meals at home for that price
0: now if you're wanting to go out to arby's i'm more than happy to take you there too or a nice seafood dinner hey I've... next
1: next topic hundred dollars what you gonna
0: do at arby's
1: oh, God. <laughs> crap yourself at arby's God, for that much it's absolutely crazy absolutely but uh no i mean i i definitely appreciate the like the shared culinary uh you know cooking experience um, I used to cook when I was in college for like catering and, and like weddings and stuff like that. So I didn't get to be on the other end of it. I was always, you know, stuck in the kitchen doing doing the work. Um, but it allows you to make some awesome stuff. You get a lot of knowledge from like cooking at scale like that. So right, that right, that's right. like that's a it's a tough task though. Is like separating too because like I'm used to when I've cooked, I've cooked for you know a hundred plus people. And you're prepping things day, you know, like a day in advance. Like right. You come in and you do all the prep work, and then you come in and actually execute. Um. Whereas, like when you're cooking short order, it's a totally different experience. Which right. I've done that too. Um. But you have to. You're just in a different mindset. But you get access to ingredients and things that definitely triggers a you know it's it's a, it's an artistic response to it too right. which is which is fun too because like it's not only an experience for the person that's eating the food but it's an experience for you hopefully it's a good experience right, for the person right eating right the food. right right but uh yeah i mean it's it's definitely a it's a knowledge builder um type thing and uh yeah i mean that's where i got some of the things that i you know where i've learned timing and things like that i mean honestly you might not cook the best dish in the world, you know, when you're when you're trying to to impress someone. But if you can execute it on time and with all the ingredients and stuff and plate it right, yeah, you can do a lot of you know you can do pretty good. Like yeah, and you, I you don't have to be a, a you know a, a trained chef to put together a nice meal.
0: Yeah, and I think the thing that you just need to learn for like people who don't know how to cook is just you got to start at some point, and like and that's part of being. That's part of this whole adulting yep. thing. Like you have to learn how to move past bologna sandwiches. Like and one nothing thing, against bologna sandwiches. nothing against it, but you got to take and know the time and place. And one of the things that I like stuff that I've done is just try new things out. Like I've actually gotten really good at cooking all various different types mm-hmm. of stuff. So I'm not afraid of trying, and it's never a recipe. So things will taste different uh, every single time. But like to your point of prep, it's like I'll take and do like carnitas or pulled sure. pork, like in the slow cooker for days. But then I'll have it, and then that's a key ingredient that goes into other things, too. And so, like, either if I'm cooking for a friend or someone like that, it's, like, it takes and goes, and it's a meal that goes into something else. So, like, that pulled pork will go into, like, a Hawaiian sandwich, Mm -hmm. or it will go into, like, a very nice succulent tacos or something like that. It's always, like, trying to figure about what you're going to make and what you're going to take and do. Um and I guess, like, the thing is, don't be afraid of what you're going to do.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think you can't be afraid to try shit out. Yeah. Like, uh, I I see recipes, like, people will follow a recipe to a T and every single ingredient, right. every single component of it. It's, like, th- it's a guideline. Right. Like there there is wiggle room within every single recipe for, you know, like, oh, shit, did I put in more than a quarter teaspoon of salt? Like, come right, on, right, You can right. put in more salt. Like, you can you can do these things to customize it the way you want the inspiration is okay here's the recipe this is where my mind is going with something right, and right, i'm going right, to tweak right. it from here that's the important part it's like yeah go out there and put your own twist on it because it makes it your own i mean it doesn't have to be 100% original but if it's
0: 75% original that's that's good right the only time i think a recipe is like 100% that you should follow And it's only if you're doing some sort of like bread based. I'm terrible at baking, so yeah. Yeah, (laughs) where you have an active ingredient that you have to follow because if you don't have two eggs or if you don't have baking powder or baking soda, you're not actually going to take and get the results right. And there's only so many substitutions. Yeah, literally, like you can, like, like you can substitute milk for water or water for milk in a lot of situations and different cooking styles. But yeah, I think it's like I just bought. uh, lodge uh, dutch oven oh yeah for cooking and i got a
1: lot i got for christmas a lodge cast iron skillet
0: yeah so i have a lodge cast iron skillet a lodge dutch oven which allows me to take and do all that stuff and all the sauteing and mm-hmm. everything and then take and go into the oven and then just do amazing things one of the first things i cooked in there was homemade mac and cheese oh yeah homemade <laughs> mac and cheese like think about that like Like I cooked the macaroni. It was like it was the most expensive mac and cheese I've ever had (laughs) because you had to buy the like it was aged cheddar, it was aged Swiss, it was Gruyere, it was all these like really fucking good cheeses. It was just absolutely phenomenal. Sure, I ate that for days. So like, I think the big key takeaway like of what we can say is like, yes, we have our recipes that we know are good for us, but it's like I don't have one that's built for a specific person. No always in mind it's always like you got to figure out what's going to work for what situation you're in but the the key to this whole thing is learn how to fucking cook and learn how to fucking cut
1: yep that uh it will make your life exponentially better and i think the the real life lesson here is ladies if you want a fine meal come to my boy patrick here and he will he'll set you up real good (laughs) come to the panda Den. come to the panda den he will make you i mean he's got he's got a a book of uh of recipes and uh culinary uh experiences that he is
0: willing to test out thank you (laughs) (laughs) i think that's definitely what we're going with here so let's see here Uh, oh how do we take and do this every single time i guess three beers isn't enough we should do the whole reason we started this was we're splitting six packs and we're doing this perfectly.
1: Well, I mean, that and we're going to get into some real we're going to get into some weird shit coming up soon with with some of the beers that are on the schedule. So it's going to get good.
0: Yeah, it's going to get amazing. I think it's great. Steve, what were we drinking again? Tonight, we were drinking Zombie Dust from Three Floyds Brewing Company. It was phenomenal. Again, uh, some people t- will say that they won't drink this after three weeks after bottling and stuff like that. Yeah, they can
1: go pound fucking sand. Yeah,
0: do that. Get yourself do yourself a favor. Get yourself to that brewery. Get this beer on yourself. If you haven't done so, look, th- you're probably not going to get Dark Lord Day tickets, but go take, in, take a trip out. But to we mar- do. We do. We're going to talk about that later um go take a trip out to munster and take him eat at the brew pub
1: scenic munster indiana
0: there's a white castle right next to it so it's fucking amazing yeah so if you don't like
1: the food there you can get white castle yeah so (laughs) steve
0: run us through the metadata for the show what are we
1: doing where are we at what are we doing well first of all you're gonna want to you know check us out go to othispodcast.com, get on there give us a subscribe you know, if you got an Apple device, if you've got an Android device, subscribe to us. If you want to leave us a review, give us a review. Also, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us. Uh, you can send us faxes. Um, you can hit either Patrick or I up if individually. If you Twitter beef, we're always ready to oh, take yeah. and engage. I will throw down on Twitter w- about stupid shit because that's my nature. Um, but uh also just to just to wrap this thing up if you want to hit us up on patreon.com you can check us out you can donate us a few bucks you can pick and uh, choose if you if we get up high enough i'm going to be reviewing the fine feature film so i've heard of Greece, <laughs> but uh and we've got we got plenty of other options you can pick a beer you can do any sort of thing so yeah i mean and also hit us up if you've got a different idea of what you know
0: you want to put us through you know hit us up let us know and we'll maybe we'll make it a thing Again, also, one thing that Steve and I like to articulate is thank you again for listening to the show from the bottom of my hearts. We absolutely enjoy producing this show. And absolutely. It has been 100% one of the greatest things. We are up at episode 10 next Coming time. Coming up to 10. Our 10, year, our, our 10 show anniversary. <laughs> so we'll come up with a good episode. But until then, I'm Steve. I'm Patrick. And we are out.